0: Welcome back to Leslie Reviews Stuff and Things, where I do just that. A quick disclaimer, I mean, no disrespect to anyone or anything mentioned in this review. This review is my opinion, and it's is for entertainment purposes only. Welcome back! Here we are again for another review. Today it's going to be a book review. There will be spoilers in this. Uh, there, or at least there may be. I don't know... Uh, if you guys are planning on reading it or not, I hopefully you will, so I can hear what you guys think about it. So, maybe, spoiler alert. The book is Escape from Asylum, an Asylum Prequel, by Madeline Rue. Madeline Rue is a New York Times bestseller. And this is from the Asylum series, as I said. This is the... I want to say it's the fifth book because even though it it is the fifth book in the series, it really should be the first book that you read. There are three others that make up um, the series itself. And then there's one of novellas that are just short stories that also go with the series of the Asylum series. So far... And I think she is done with this series. But right now there are, like I said, five books. This is the fifth one, but should be the first one. So let's get into it. I'll give you a quick synopsis of the book. The nightmare is just beginning. Ricky Desmond doesn't belong in the Brookline Asylum. His parents sent him here because they think that he is a deviant. And that can that he can be cured, but Ricky knows there's no cure for what he has. Soon after he arrives, Ricky learns that being locked up against his will is only the beginning of his problems. Rumor has it that the Brookline warden authorizes authorizes sorry about that treatments that aren't entirely well humane. That he's a butcher and a monster and if the screams Ricky hears coming from the basement are any indication, the rumors are an understatement. Now, with the help of a nurse who feels just as trapped in Brookline as he does, Ricky must escape before the asylum claims his sanity, or his life. This book is very interesting, especially when it starts out, You find out that the thing that Ricky supposedly has is that he is gay. There's also a transgender female in the asylum with him. And they're there because they need to be fixed. You know that old thing. You need to fix it. And they... At first they're all together. And him and the transgender female become really close friends. There are many, I wouldn't say adventures, because they're stuck inside the asylum throughout the book. But there are many things that go on. Not so much with the secondary characters, as it mostly focuses on Ricky and what he is going through. And at one point in the story, he's actually taken away from the group of kids, or the group of people that he was with to begin with, and he's put alone in a special room... Under the special supervision of the Warden. The Warden does not have good plans in store for Ricky. He plans on trying to control him. And to change his mind. So Ricky really can't think for himself. And it kind of works for a little bit. Because Ricky finds himself saying things that he didn't necessarily want to say. uh, Doing things that he necessarily didn't want to do. Hearing things. Sometimes at night, they leave the door unlocked, and Ricky's able to go exploring throughout the asylum. And he comes to the storage room where he finds some very interesting situations. His dad has never been in his life, but he finds a file folder on his dad in the asylum. It turns out that his dad was in the asylum at one point, and then... The warden wanted to get Ricky there because he had tried the same stuff on Ricky's dad, but it didn't work out with that. So he thought, since he came so close with Ricky's dad, that maybe Ricky would be the key to getting it right. So he sent off materials to Ricky's mom and uh, stepfather, which put it in their mind to send him to Brookline. So Ricky is given this medication that also is helping along with the warden's plan and to brainwash him and to get him to do as as the warden wants him to do. Well, Ricky starts not taking his medication. He kind of pretends to take it and he like stuffs it under his pillow or whatever. And... Then it comes to this, it comes time for him to pass the test that the warden has, just to show that the warden has done the right thing here, and that the warden's plan is working, and that Ricky won't be able to think for himself, then he ought have to do exactly what the warden says. So, the warden takes him over to a little girl that's in the asylum that Ricky has been hearing screaming and walking around throughout the asylum. The whole time he's been there, he finds out that she is real and he gets put in a room with her. And the warden tells him to kill the little girl. The little girl was an experiment with the warden. Same thing Ricky did, but she did not pass the experiment. So she was nothing to the warden. He needed her gone. So he told Ricky to kill her. Thank goodness that Ricky had been doing that with his medicine. Because then... He was able to come back to himself enough to not do it until he attacks the warden instead. After this, he is finally reunited with his friend, um, Kay, as the transgender, uh, female. And he's reunited with the nurse that's been trying to help him. He's reunited with all the people he started out with at the very beginning of the book. And they say they have got to find a way to escape and get out. Otherwise, they're, they're going to die. Because the warden is insane himself. He should be in an asylum, really. And not only has the warden tried to control the people that are in the asylum, he has tried to control the staff. And it seems to be going alright because most of them just fall in line with whatever the warden has to say. Okay, they all come up with a plan to escape the asylum. It goes horribly wrong. And this right here. It's where the book just flops for me. When we come to the end, it's no real ending at all. They don't escape the asylum. Ricky's parents, or Ricky's mom, just comes to get him. And that's how he gets out of the asylum. And he goes on, and he lives his life, and he moves to uh, New York. And then Kay gets out, and then she comes to New York with him. But that's no ending. The book is called Escape from Asylum. They do not escape the asylum. The escape goes completely and totally wrong. And then in an anticlimactic way, they just let the whole story plot down by letting his mother come and get him. It kind of makes the reader feel, what in the world have I been so invested in this book for? Why have I wanted to read this and finish the story to see if they actually get out? Not that they just get out because, you know, their parents come and get them or get out because they're, you know, quote-unquote cured. Madeline Rue drops the ball with this ending. I do not understand why this is the ending that she needed to go with. It was seriously a letdown. So much of a letdown. Because you have the name of the book and you have um you know all the plans that they're trying to make, and you you're really rooting for them to win against the warden and to get out and then nothing there's nothing the warden doesn't pay for anything he's done, the warden doesn't get in trouble they don't you know, they're not able to hurt the warden or anything like that. His mom just comes and gets him. I was so angry at this ending because i was so looking forward to seeing how they escape the asylum that being said was it a good book yes one good thing about the book is that the chapters are pretty short so it's an easy read um also throughout the book there are pictures of asylums like real pictures that they have scattered throughout the book almost every I would say like every new chapter maybe has one. So those are some very interesting photos and stuff in there. Would I recommend the book? I would recommend the book with a with a asterisk saying, Hey, it's not going to end the way you want it to end. Am I going to finish the series? Yes. Since I waited until the series was out, I have the you know, the pleasure of reading this book first even though it was written last. So I've got this and then I'll start with the actual other Asylum series. And I'm trying to get my hands on the Asylum novellas. So I can tell you guys about that whenever I get to those and read them. I would recommend the book. I would just recommend, like I said, with a asterisk saying, not going to end how you'd like it to end. Nobody's going to pay for anything nobody's going to get what they want it's just going to be a huge letdown but the book is pretty interesting and you do want to know what happens next and you want to know what the warden is doing to ricky and that you just want to know let's see if the if the asylum gets shut down or something because you see how bad they're treating their people so yes read the book and if if you do I would like to hear what you have to say, if you felt the same way about the ending that I did. I don't think you should name it Escape from Asylum when you do not actually escape the asylum. Your mom just coming to get you. So like I said, please read. Let me know what you think. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that that was a helpful review for you and maybe a new recommendation on a book. Um. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to say thank you for Brother Toski for being a patron and supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can do so as well on Patreon or on Anchor under Leslie Reviews Stuff and Things. Of course, you can always find us on Spotify as well. If you would like to get to me and, you know, talk to me about my review or tell me something you would like me to review, please find my Facebook page under Leslie Reviews Stuff and Things, and you can find the links to also listen to everything there. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to have your, you know, your opinions. I'd love to know what you want me to review. I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you have a great day and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.